Now, from Learfield, this is the Alabama Insider. Touchdown, Alabama! Here is your host, Chris Stewart. Nick Saban's top-ranked Crimson Tide rolls to a 48-0 victory over Kent State and rolls towards another SEC matchup, this time for homecoming. Welcome in, everybody, to Alabama Insider, our podcast here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. I'm Chris Stewart. Great to have you with us as we look back just a little bit at the Crimson Tide's victory this weekend over Kent State. 48 to nothing was the final for Coach Saban and the Tide, and after that win, Alabama remains ranked number one in the country. The coaching staff on Monday recognized nine players Following the victory, O.J. Howard, Josh Jacobs, and Jonah Williams on offense. It would be Minka Fitzpatrick, Ronnie Harrison, and Keith Holcomb on the defensive side, and Adam Griffith, Xavier Marks, and J.K. Spot, uh, J.K. Scott, excuse me, were recognized for their efforts on special teams. You got Howard, who finished his day with three catches for a team-high 60 yards, also got his first touchdown of the year. He also helped block for Jacobs, who had a career day, the freshman tailback, rushing for 97 yards and a pair of scores on 11 carries. He also caught a pair of passes for 23 yards to round out his day, and those rushes uh, converted a first down or touchdown six different times. Also, seven of his 13 total touches gained nine yards or more. That included a long run of 24 yards and a long reception that covered 15. Then you got Williams, the freshman who continues to do a great job on the offensive line in his freshman year. He was the anchor, posting a team-high grade of 86%. He had a team-leading four knockdown blocks, didn't give up a sack, didn't commit a penalty, didn't surrender a quarterback pressure as he helped Alabama's running backs accumulate 285 yards rushing and three rushing touchdowns as well. To the defense and from his corner position, Minkovitz Patrick leading Alabama with one and a half sacks for minus 13 yards. That was part of his three total tackles on the day. And keep in mind, no one played a ton of snaps for Alabama in the ball game as the Tide jumped out to an early 21-0 lead on their first three possessions and then uh, coasted to a 41-0 advantage at the half before finishing up as a 48-0 winner. You had Harrison who had three tackles uh, from the secondary. He also recovered a fumble on Kent State's first offensive drive of the second quarter. And then Holcomb, who finished with a career-high six tackles, second on the team for the day, and he helped limit the Golden Flashes to only 82 yards rushing. Special teams saw Griffith go four for four on extra points. He also had field goals in the first half of 28 and 48 yards. He also kicked off six times for uh, an average of almost 64 yards per kick. Three of those were touchbacks. Scott only had to punt twice, but uh, really made the most of those opportunities as he had uh, kicks of 53, um, excuse me, 49 yards per punt, the longest covering 53 yards. And then he had Xavier Marks, who in his first action of the season at punt returner went – all the way for a touchdown from 75 yards out to record his first career punt return for a score. He would finish the day with four returns, a total of 90 yards, and that long, as we said, of 75. Next up for Alabama will be this weekend's matchup with Kentucky Wildcats. They come in with a 2-2 two and two overall record, 1-1 one and one in Southeastern Conference play. Mark Stoops' Cats opening the season 
with losses um, to Southern Miss, 44-35. That's when they actually jumped out to an early lead and then let it get away in the second half. They did not play well at all in Gainesville and losing 45-7 to Florida. But then they would rebound. Uh, won a shootout against New Mexico State, 62-42, to and then a little more conventional score from this weekend. But it was an SEC win over South Carolina, the Wildcats claiming a 17-10 to victory in that one. Mark Stoops, who I referenced as their head coach, four years uh, in league play, 14-26, and 20, actually 14-26 and 26 overall, I should say, in his fourth year. He has gone 5-21 and 21 against SEC opponents. Coach Saban and the Crimson Tide coming in with a perfect 4-0 record, 1-0 in conference play, having won, of course, a little more than a week ago at Oxford against the Ole Miss Rebels. Historically, Alabama and Kentucky meeting for the 40th time. Alabama comes into the contest with a 36-2-1 record all-time against the Cats, including a 9-0 record in Tuscaloosa. Bama won 48-7 in Lexington the last time the two teams met. That was in 2013. Alabama coming away with a 17-14 win in the Cats' last appearance in Tuscaloosa. That was all the way back in 2008 in what was that season's SEC home opener for the Crimson Tide. A lot of things are taking place this weekend. you got the game at 6, but the parade for homecoming will begin at 1 o'clock. So an opportunity to take all of that in, and there's a full week's worth of activities. The uh, bonfire and pep rally set for Friday night at the library on the University of Alabama campus. Those details, all that information, as usual, is available on the official athletic website for Al- for uh, the athletic department. That is RollTide.com. As we said, a 6 o'clock kick, which means a 3 o'clock airtime for this weekend's matchup between Alabama and Kentucky on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Now, the SEC office announced on Monday that CBS is going to exercise its six-day selection option for Alabama's next game. That's the Saturday, October 8th matchup in Fayetteville against the Arkansas Razorbacks. We don't know which kickoff time it will be, but we do know one uh, that it will be one of two. The Tide and the Hogs will either meet in a 2.30 start that will be televised by CBS, or it will be a 6 o'clock Central Time kick on ESPN. That will be the 25th all-time matchup between Alabama and Arkansas. The Tide with a 16-8 overall record. Nick Saban uh, 9-0 against the Hogs since he took over as the head coach at the University of Alabama a decade ago. So, those are the uh, the big stories involving the Crimson Tide. And uh, from a football perspective, Bama did get back on the practice field yesterday. Coach Saban did hold his weekly press conference as well. That, in addition to the Nick Saban show, are among the things that you'll find, uh, again, on RollTide.com. But go to the Tide TV section, and you'll be able to find both the press conference, you'll find this week's television show as well, the recap of Bama's victory over Kent State. Let's take a look at a couple of other notes. And on the baseball diamond, first-year head coach Greg Goff uh, has got his team moving into its third week of practice, the team continuing its fall schedule of workouts. Last week, the Tide went through a full practice on Monday and had uh, some scrimmages throughout the course of the week. The Tide went back to the practice field yesterday, 
then they'll have an abbreviated practice today that's going to be followed by a uh, inter-squad matchup, but it's going to be more situational uh, in terms of, of what they do with that scrimmage. Wednesday, uh, we'll have the team going through practice again. Thursday's workouts will go 2.30 to 5, and we'll have a quick scrimmage with all the action starting at 2 o'clock. That's actually on Friday, excuse me, Friday, a quick practice followed by a scrimmage uh, at 2. And then Saturday, the Tide will close out the week with a practice and a scrimmage. Those will start at 11 a.m. Of course, weather conditions could uh, could change all of that. But as we have been reminding you throughout the podcast and continue to do so, all that information is available, again, at Roll Tide. There were uh, a couple of other things that happened over the weekend. In case you missed it, you had uh, Alabama volleyball and Alabama soccer in action. And uh, volleyball was able to get a big win on Friday, uh, able to claim a five-set victory that uh, gave them a victory over a ranked opponent for the first time in a while. Not as successful on Sunday in a loss to uh, sixth-ranked Florida, but the win against Texas A&M was last Friday in the Tide. Um, Able to pick up the victory there for head coach Ed Allen. But on Sunday, it was soccer that pulled off the upset over a ranked team, and Coach Wes Hart's squad got a goal from sophomore Abby Boswell in the 96th minute of sudden death overtime. That gave Alabama a 2-1 victory over the 14th-ranked Aggies of Texas A&M. Bama with that win. Now at 7-3-1 overall, 2-1-1 in SEC play. Uh, A&M falls to 2-2 in the conference. They are at 7-4-1. Bama's back in action this Friday. They'll head uh, over to Starkville, taking on Mississippi State. That match is set to begin at 7 o'clock. So congratulations again to Coach Hart and the Crimson Tide as they pick up the victory over a ranked opponent, and they'll try to build off of that this weekend. In our next podcast, we'll spend a little more time talking about Bama's next football opponent, Kentucky. We'll recap some more things that have transpired over the course of the um, week, and then we'll look forward to talking to you again. Uh, Again, it's all available through... uh, RollTide.com, our podcast, our archive there, and we appreciate so much you spending a little time with us as we take a look at what's happened for Alabama athletics right here on Alabama Insider. I'm Chris Stewart. Thanks again, everybody, here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. This has been the Alabama Insider. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation.